Ah, uh, you know what old Jack Burton always says at a time like this? の戦闘マシーン登場行くぞ最後まであなたを守ってみせるからねこちらが来るベビーゴジラをめぐる史上最大のバトルが始まる この子が呼び寄せたんでしょうか。今度こそ奴の息の根を止めてやる。ゴジラ対メカゴジラ。12月11日激突。前売り券を買うとアクションゴジラプレゼント。and welcome back to the 40th episode of Sludge Cast, the monster movie Stop Down. Of course, you got Sludge here, my co-host on my right. Mark. And our brother from Texas. Ruben. And, man, stoked about this one. This may be the most action-packed of the Godzilla films of the 90s, so this one's going to be a ton, a ton of fun. Um, we've got Godzilla versus Megagodzilla 2, right? which is actually only its American name. It was never called that in Japan. It was actually just called Godzilla versus Megagodzilla. But I guess over here, when they brought it over here, they thought, well, you know, it might confuse people with the 74 movie for whatever reason. So they dubbed it or put Godzilla vs. Megazol 2. So it was only titled that here in America when TriStar brought it. But this one was awesome. This one came out in 1993, December 11th, 1993. And uh, I believe so. This one is going to be a blast to get into because I, yeah, this one's fun. For the 90s <laughs> films, I'm stoked about doing this one. Um, <clears throat> But uh, yeah, came out December um, 11th, 1993. Um, the movie was made for nine and a half million dollars. Um, did 18 million dollars in the box office, so did really, really good. Um, this one, of course, brings back um, Meg Godzilla and Rodan for this film, um, completing honestly the um, big five. The Toho Toho Man is bringing their big five back for the Heisei series in three films. I mean, that's Godzilla. King Ghidorah, Mothra, Rodan, and Megazilla. Um, and they did a great job with this one, bringing Rodan, because this is the first movie Rodan wasn't an actor in a suit. It was all puppetry work, and they did a great job with Rodan in this film. There was actually supposed to be two of them, or two Pteranodons in the original script, um, and one of them, um, they would actually both fight Mechagodzilla, and one of them would fall into the ocean and get mutated into Rodan, as we know Rodan, from nuclear waste. Um, but they scrapped a lot of that idea. Actually, a lot of the original idea was pretty much completely scrapped for this film. Um, but uh, again, this movie, um, bunch of familiar crew, a lot of the same faces. We see Megumi Odaka again. Um, you know, Kira Fukube, who always does a phenomenal job composing, comes back and does the music. Uh, we got uh, Tomiyoshi Tanaka producing, and then um, uh, Takao Okawara, I think is his name, um, comes back and directs this film. Takao, ok yeah, Okawara. Uh, directs this one he did Godzilla vs. Mothra he does this movie he did Godzilla 2000 did Godzilla vs. Destroyer um, he also did uh, Godzilla um, no he did Mothra this one Destroyer and Millennium yeah 2000 Millennium but he didn't do Space Godzilla which is why you know Space Godzilla yeah. sucks but whatever you know um, but he did yeah. a, he did a movie the same year as Space Godzilla that I want to mention that's one of my favorite tokusatsu films and it's called Yamato Takeru and uh, when it came over here, or when they you know finally brought it over here, they changed it to Orochi the Eight-Headed Dragon. And that's a phenomenal movie. And actually, with the main character in Godzilla vs. Megazilla, um, the Aoki, the Commander Aoki guy, who's like a... He's the guy who builds and works on Garuda, which is a second part to Megazilla in this film. 
and then he gets brought over to G Force, then he gets fired from G Force and goes back to Garuda. Um, I love the love the, the actor, it's Masahiro Takashima, who plays Aoki. He, I love that character in this movie, but he plays the main character in Yamato Takeru. Uh, he plays a prince that it becomes Yamato Takeru, and it's awesome. He fights a deep sea monster, fights a fire demon, fights a Rochi the headed dragon. Uh, then fights like a god that from the moon or something. It's a phenomenal movie, super great movie, very fantasy oriented and far superior to Godzilla Super Gods or Godzilla Space Gods, in my opinion. But just want to mention that. So Takao Okawara not only went and did this movie that I think is phenomenal, Godzilla Godzilla, but '94 the next year he did one of the best Toho films ever, in my opinion. Um, we may do that one day. But uh, so in this one, pretty simple movie. At the beginning of the movie, they actually, the plot of it is they dig up uh, or raise up uh, the body of Meg King Ghidorah, study the 23rd century robotics from the, you know, the time travelers from the 91 film, and they build first Garuda, which is like the ultimate flying jet system. Uh, And they decide it's not enough, so they build Mechagodzilla to defend Japan from Godzilla. And, uh, of course, Godzilla shows up uh, on a now island, where they find an egg, some scientists find an egg, as well as Rodan, a new version of Rodan. And Godzilla appears and fights Rodan while they get this egg and put it on the helicopter and um, evacuate the island and come to find out Godzilla is actually there because of the egg, because inside the egg is a baby Godzilla that we get to see hatched, which is so much better than, than Minya, and we'll, I'm sure we'll all get into that. <laughs> but so yeah. Godzilla is on a track after baby Godzilla, pretty much. He's following him wherever he is throughout the film and fights Meg Godzilla twice. First fight almost gets his butt just creamed. And then the second fight is probably one of the greatest fights in all Godzilla films. Uh, Meg Godzilla takes on Rodan. Then Godzilla shows up and they fight and it's absolutely epic fight and uh, gets to a point to where they bring Garuda in and form. It ends up going on Meg Godzilla's back and forming Super Meg Godzilla, which is just probably the biggest weapon of destruction Toho has ever created. I mean, like, when once, once it becomes Superman Godzilla, the onslaught on Godzilla is just absurd. Absolutely absurd. Um, they actually find out, because of Baby Godzilla, that the Godzillas have a second brain in their spine. And this is the first time in the 90s, I say first because it's going to happen again, uh, that Godzilla actually dies. They manage to inject cables into Godzilla's the hip back area and uh, electrocute the brain, the second brain to where it blows up. But in a last ditch move, baby Godzilla comes roaring out of this, you know, trailer and just screams this awesome roar. And Rodan wakes up after getting creamed by Meg Godzilla flies over and lands on Godzilla and sacrifices himself, turns to this radioactive dust and brings Godzilla back to life. His brain refuses. And then we get the first time ever, the orange spiral super ray from Godzilla that we'll see again very soon. Uh, and what is just an epic fight. And he just proceeds to just cream Meg Godzilla. Super great movie. Tons and tons and tons of action. We get to see the return of Meg Godzilla, obviously. And, and this Meg Godzilla is kind of revered as the fan favorite. Most fans like this iteration of Meg Godzilla period. Of course, it's the first good version because in the seventies, it was an evil alien. And then, of course, you got the return of Rodan, which is great. And then the return of Godzilla's son in this movie, uh, done way better. Um, for this movie, yes. um, originally, uh, it was called Godzilla versus Berserker, if I'm not mistaken. And Berserker was an alien, a metallic alien, that was coming to Earth to be the most powerful being on the planet. And it would fuse itself and create itself out of different machinery here on Earth, eventually transforming into Mecha Godzilla because it realizes Godzilla is the dominant power on the planet. And throughout it, it actually would find the two Rodans or Pteranodons. One becomes a Rodan and fights them all. Actually, the poster for fans that have, that have seen the artwork poster, that's got the Rodan at the bottom over the baby Godzilla egg. That's actually a female Rodan on that one. And then that Meg Godzilla you see on the poster was the original design for the Berserker Meg Godzilla. Um, but so they actually end up keeping that, but that. Artwork was actually all scrapped from the original plot and plan. The, fa- the face look in the poster to me, the Mecha Godzilla's face looks a little different. Yeah, uh, you know, you can Definitely tell it's, it's not the. Well, another thing too with this one is is the original uh, plot Mecha Godzilla was supposed to be able to separate into multiple machines, 
um, which of course they scrap and they end up bringing in that idea with Mogera for Godzilla Space Godzilla. Um, so this really could have been a completely different film, but I am so happy with what we got. I mean, absolutely stoked with what we got. Um, let's let's jump into it, man. Let's see. I want to hear what you guys I, I thought. Robot wise, I mean, he's pretty bad looking robot. He's a beast. I mean, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's like he's like the Schwarzenegger yeah. of Megadeth. Oh yeah, oh, you know, without a doubt. Big muscular chest, doubt. big biceps uh, for a robot. So, uh, Ruben, what about you, man? I want to know you. I don't feel like you haven't gone first in a while. Let's. I want to hear what you thought of this film. Well, for as far as the high C series goes, this is my favorite high C movie. It, it's always been my favorite. Um, even though it was released last here in America on VHS and. Um, that's right it was I think I've always yeah I was I mentioned I've got I got Ghidorah and Mothra in one set from QVC then Destroya came out and then the Space Godzilla and Mecha Godzilla last because I remember wanting that thing to come out forever and I even pre-ordered it I was ready for it because uh, I really wanted to see it and I was not disappointed this uh, this is the best one in the series uh the only thing missing on Mecha Godzilla that I would have liked to see is the initials MG on it somewhere. Just oh kind of yeah, a throwback. Yeah, that would have been cool to see that throw as a throwback. Even though in this timeline, the original Mecha Godzilla doesn't exist at all. And that would be cool uh, they had done that because I mean they already did because this was originally. I don't know if you guys know this. This was originally planned to be the last of the Heisei series. They weren't planning on doing it anymore after this, and so Tanaka and Okawara. Uh, the producer and director, they threw in a lot of throwbacks, like the whole Godzilla versus Rodan fight. Originally, that was Godzilla versus Megazilla, but they they wanted to make it that to throw back to Ghidra the three headed yeah. monster. You know, I mean, there's uh, the Godzilla, even the Godzilla and Megazilla when they shoot their ray at each other, that's a throwback to the seventy four. You know, I mean, like they put a lot of yes. throwbacks in this. Right. So yeah, I wish they would have done that with the MG because that that's yeah that would have been awesome. Yeah. Because there was a lot of throwbacks here, which I enjoy. Uh, even the twins from Mothra. That's right. They were catching, yeah, yeah. yeah. I forgot they about both that. Talked together. Oh, yeah. yeah, they talked together, and that's a throwback. They um, were the. So I really like that. Worked in the 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 psychic institute, right, with the kids. Right. Exactly. And when they first walk in, they they approach them and they start speaking in unison. Yep. Just like they did Mothra movie, which I thought was cool. But there's nothing of this movie that I really didn't enjoy at all. Uh, the music was great, man. That Rodan theme just took me back to the show era. I mean, oh, dude, when, it did when it started. Yeah, it did. I was like, man, this is awesome. And uh, the Mecha Godzilla's design, like I said, other than the MG, was perfect, uh, and, and it was very powerful, and, and actually gave Godzilla a, a run for his money. Now. Would you say Godzilla died with that, or was he just paralyzed? No, he died in the actual film. Yeah, definitely. Okay, I I always thought he just was paralyzed or knocked out. Um, one thing I will point out that I kind of laughed at is in the first battle, they 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 think they got him, and then they said, "You know what? Let's shoot electricity into him. That ought to work." And yeah. Finish him off, and I'm like. Wait a minute! Didn't y'all see what happened in Godzilla: The Return of Godzilla? He was down and out, and then he got hit by lightning. He came back. Why are you doing that? <laughs> they that forgot. bothered me. Yeah, <laughs> they forgot all about. Yeah. But uh, that kind of I'm like, really? Didn't y'all learn anything? But uh, I thought the story was great. It was really put together. Acting was above average for for Godzilla movie. Uh, special effects great. I love Rodan's design, uh, and he'll always be Rodan to me. Anybody who watches this movie, you're gonna hear Radon. Oh yeah! Which is, oh yeah! Yeah, you're gonna hear Radon, which apparently in Japanese that's how that's how they've said it all along. It yes. Was the dub. Yes. Yeah. So it's not really like they changed it. They just said, "Hey, you know what? This is how he's supposed to be pronounced." But man, as a kid, he was always Rodan, and he'll always be Rodan. And I didn't know uh, that. It, it kind of threw me off the first time I heard it. I was like, wait, wait, what did he just say? I need to play this back. Yeah. yeah. He said well, that it, wrong. It was the same thing with like, I mean, you know, Godzilla is Gojira. You know what I mean? So it's G-O-J-I-R-A. But when it's, tra yeah. you know, when they brought it over in 54, it was Godzilla. They did the same thing with Rodan. 
you know, and if you go back and watch the original Japanese version of Rodan, it's it's rat on. And uh, it's rat on. Yeah. And then they just changed it. But it was one of those things where it was such a popular character that when we changed the name, the name just kind of became a pseudonym name. I mean, it was just it was just, you know, Rodan's Rodan. And, And they, you know, call him that, too, in Japan. Yeah, exactly. So uh, I really like that. I loved all the throwbacks on it. Uh, I, I'm trying to think of what I didn't like about it. And other than small little details like that lightning, the lightning cables that they decided to shoot into Godzilla. And uh, that's about it. Uh, one thing that I will point out, I don't know if you noticed this or not. I'm sure you did. That in the dub version, when... The little girls, I guess, sing that song and wake Rodan up. Do you remember that part? No, I remember yeah. what Senior yes, talking about, yeah. but I'll be 100% honest. I've never watched this movie dubbed, ever. No. But yeah, I know, I know oh. what you're talking about there. Yeah, yeah, and in the dub version, they changed the sequence a little bit, and it kind of threw me off when I watched the Japanese version. They sing the song, and the dub version, Rodan turns into Fire Rodan, and, and it all happens all at once. In the Japanese version, they sing, Rodan just wakes up, and that's it. They cut back to the girls. And then when they finish singing, Rodan turns into Fire Rodan and takes off. Oh, okay. So they, change the sequ- oh. they change the sequence just a little bit. Huh, that's odd. I wonder why they did that. No, yeah. know that. Uh, well, hey, TriStar's yeah, good uh, at screwing anything up, Godzilla, so it's, yeah. you know. Yeah, I know it, and that's what it, that's what it is. It's, it, it's great, and I really like the the subs on the Japanese version versus the subs on the Tristar. They're they're way better. And matter of fact, they call Godzilla instead of saying Godzilla, they say it quite a bit. Like it's going away rather than say Godzilla yeah, has gone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, I to me that makes it a little bit more ominous. It makes it like, you know, Godzilla is a beast and he's a terror, you know, he's a terror on Japan. And it, it, to me, it's a more effective. So I don't know why they didn't do that in the in the TriStar version. But uh, other than that, I mean, I can't think of anything that I don't like about this movie. Mark, what about you? Oh, I hand it over to you. Uh, uh, excellent movie. I liked it. Enjoyed it. Uh, the, the special effects are great in it, I think. Uh, you know, pretty colorful uh, as oh, far definitely. as the version I watched. And, and, yeah. Uh, yeah, that is right. Uh, and, and I thought, you know, I said... You know the Mecha Godzilla. He's just he's bad. They made him bad. It made him look ferocious. You know, but also the Godzilla suit was. Uh, I liked it. That's one I've liked for a while. That uh, that style I thought was really good. Uh, get a little bit more movement, uh, like he's got life in his eyes. Uh, yeah. Type. You know, and and that's that was yeah. one of the good things that that I I did like about that. And as as Godzilla progresses or ages, you know, the more more and more complete lifelike uh, that we're seeing him change and look, you know, with technology and everything. So I think that's, that's another good, the acting, the characters were good. It was overall great movie. I mean, uh, uh, be honest with you. First time I seen it. I was about I had, to ask. Was I had seen one? this. Yes. Really? Yes. Wow. This is the first time for me. And so I, um, I was, I was really impressed, really, really liked it. So I was, uh, didn't nothing negative about it at all i mean i thought uh the sets were great i thought everything overall was perfect the only the only thing that i I reckon when it comes to uh toho they need to ease back on the eggs you got the eggs with mothra you got you know know, that that kind of style it's like you know they needed to come up with another angle uh, if they're going to bring a baby godzilla but other than that um Excellent, excellent movie. I'm good. Now, so gotta- hey, you know what? You know, another thing is, G Force headquarters used to get a parking lot. Yes, John it does. That when he got, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, he gets assigned, he gets assigned to G Force, and he just parks right in front of the yeah. stairs. Yeah. <laughs> he just can park right there. Y'all need a parking lot. Like it's such a big place. I thought the same thing too when I saw him fall. Well, he's just gonna get out and run upstairs. He's good. So, yeah, I thought the same thing when I saw that. And the building's <laughs> huge. They house Meg Godzilla there. No parking. No parking. None. No parking. <laughs> now, <clears throat> excuse me. I got asked, have you seen Space Godzilla before? 
Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. If not, man, you just yeah. got a major high into a major letdown. Yeah. No, no, the next I, one, I, but... yeah, <laughs> I have seen it. Yes. Okay. Uh, man, this one, I mean, everything about uh, for the 90s films, because I'm just going to say just 90s because 85 still considered 84 is part of the heyday. But when it comes to the 90s films, this is the creme de la creme. Like, Destroya yep. is definitely awesome for a lot of other reasons, but this one right here is the top-notch dog when it comes to the Heisei 90s films, in my opinion. Yeah. I mean, yeah, Megazilla was absolute beast. Absolute beast. I, I'm I'm more personally a bigger fan of the Kuryu Megazilla in the 2000s, uh, only because it's yeah. like, it's like a mix between the Dragon Zord and the '90s Megazilla. So to me, it's like I love that design. Okay. But this Megazilla is an absolute beast. I mean, there's it, he is just. It's one of those things where, like, I mean, you know, what happens when an immovable object um, meets an unstoppable force? That's what happens yeah. in this movie. I mean, yeah. you've got those two Godzilla Megazilla. That's just because yes. I mean, when you look back at the '74 film, even the '75, and not so much Terror as it is the original one. Megazilla was an unstoppable force. You know, then you got Godzilla, who's this immovable object. And they just, I mean, yeah. Megazilla one-upped him a lot. And he does so in this film. I mean, you know, the first fight takes him down until it starts malfunctioning because he's shooting electricity back. Second fight, yeah. he takes him down and kills him. You know, and then finally yeah. comes back and Godzilla gets it. You know what I mean? That's what I, I loved about this one. Was Megazilla was just, to me, of all the Heisei villains... Meg Godzilla was the da most dangerous one. Well, don't you think? Yeah, and it's finally in in the whole Godzilla series of stuff. Humans have finally created something that can stop can Gosh, stop him. Yeah, yeah, and 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 they and they're they're proud of it. I mean, even at time in the, in the movie, oh they talk, yeah, they yeah. talk about it. You know, and, and so it's really you, you know it's like yeah, we're coming along, coming along. We finally found something that will that will compare with Godzilla. Yeah, so. and they do and, one. And they say it. Yeah, yeah, they oh, yeah. say it at the beginning. Yeah. He goes, "We finally got, we got something that'll defeat it." Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, I'm, and, I, uh, I am glad with Megazilla. They did, they didn't go with the whole eye laser route, like the '74. Yeah. Right. Still kept the rainbow colored beam. Yes. But it came out of his mouth like Godzilla right. does, which I thought right. was great. I really, really liked that. Yeah. Um, but the, the cannon in his stomach yeah the chest yeah. cannon yeah dude the chest cannon that awful. thing was yeah. amazing oh, and, yeah. and implementing the idea of the diamond plating like they did in the bylon or in bylante with the super x2 did the, the diamond plating for the heat right to reflect the ray back bringing that for this and his whole armor is diamond plated so anywhere godzilla hits him with his ray that energy is going to be sucked into that weapon i thought that was genius like that was just super yes. super cool um and he could just he was just a beast. I mean, even when Godzilla physically fought him, like he couldn't move him much. You know what I mean? The size that, that was, I think the only irk I have when I'm watching this movie is he's only got four jets. Okay. I'm like this thing. Yeah. How much does this thing weigh? You know what I mean? This <laughs> yeah. is huge. And only because like with the Kiryu one, it's just as big and as Godzilla or as big as Godzilla. I mean, it's, it's huge, but they use jets to carry it to the location right. where Godzilla yeah. is. <clears throat> Granted, Kuryu does have jets on him, propulsion to help, but it's not all by itself. Right. You know, with Meg Godzilla, it's like four jets is going to fly this thing somewhere. Like, <laughs> I, I don't know. That's a lot of jet fuel you're burning. You know what I mean? That was probably my only irk, but I mean, it, it didn't matter really ultimately, but everything was handled great. I mean, the characters were great. I, I love uh, uh, Masha hero. Uh, the guy who plays Aoki. I love him. I've seen him in a ton of different. He's in this. He was uh, actually, I think his first role may have even been Gunhead for Toho, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but he's great in Yamato Takaru. I love his quirky character in this, being the the you know Tyrannodon fan and trying to win over Miss. Uh, oh dang, I can't forget. I forgot her name now. Uh, Miss Gojo um, is her last name. Um, Azusa. Um, trying to win her over, you know, all the time. Um, love the character. Uh, I love a lot. All the human characters in this are great. Baby Godzilla, which I think we haven't really talked too much about, is handled so much better than Minya. Minya was this yes. goofy, dumb, whatever. You know what I mean? Like, yes. no, nobody yes. likes Minya. Nobody likes Minya. Minya is my one complaint when it comes to Godzilla Final Wars. I'm like, why was he in here? Like, there was no <laughs> point to that. I don't didn't want to see him, did not need him, don't like him on screen. But this baby Godzilla is great. It's very Saurian as far as its design. 
Uh, the suit is yeah. phenomenal. It looks great. The, the animatronics and the head are phenomenal. Um, they do such a good job with this. Uh, I mean, you know, and even going to Godzilla Jr. and Destroyer, I mean, his evolution through the Heisei in the next three films is so good. And they do such a great yeah. job. I love the, the almost adopted brotherhood that him and Rodan share, which I thought was great. I mean, because the whole reason that he fights Godzilla is because the, Godzilla's going after the egg. Because they explain in the yes. movie <clears throat> that some species would lay their eggs in other species' nests, and that's what happened with Baby Godzilla and Rodan. So they were brothers from birth, pretty much. Right. And so I love that aspect, you know what I mean? And everyone's freaking out when he goes and, and takes Baby Godzilla when he's in that semi-trailer. And they're like, oh, he's going to kill him. Like, no, he's not, dude. Like, he's trying to save him. This is awesome. This is so, so cool. You know, and so then and that's what makes that ultimate... You know, when Godzilla is done for, when they blow, they blow the second brain and baby Godzilla roars and, and Rodan wakes up to sacrifice himself, was just made it so much... If they didn't have that adopted brotherhood, it wouldn't have made any sense to me. You know what I mean? Like, <clears throat> why would Rodan have done that? But because of that, it made sense and was just such so epic. And you know for a fact that uh, Doherty totally took the whole Mothra yeah. scene from King of the Monsters from the Fire Rodan scene. Like, that was through and through the exact same thing, you know. Even the yeah, colors, it was, you right. know, super, super cool. Um, and then seeing Godzilla, man, just like, I mean, it's, this isn't my favorite suit. Actually, the next suit, which is used in Space Godzilla and Destroya, is my favorite of the 90s suits. But this one was definitely far better than the previous two. Right. Because um, it is. Yeah. It's more that Saurian. There's a lot more... Uh, emotion and, and you can you know with Godzilla so definitely my you know getting there to my favorite to the 90s and but to me man the music and the action it is so yeah. <clears throat> you actually see Godzilla more in this film than any other film in from Japan it's 27 minutes of him on screen which was awesome um and it's just when he's on screen it's dude it's non-stop action Boy, he's fighting Rodan yeah. or he's fighting Meg Godzilla or you know and then to see Super Meg Godzilla was just even cooler um, I loved it. I loved everything about this movie. Like I said, the only thing I think that maybe I didn't like was again just the four jets on Meg Godzilla. But it's like <laughs> uh, I'm watching a giant fire breathing monster. Like, come on, like I can deal with the okay. four jets. Yes. You know what I mean? Um, but, but phenomenal, man. And and there's a reason why I think this Meg Godzilla, even for those people who may not have seen this movie have always felt it's the best design because it really was. Even the little things they would do, that was phenomenal. Like the smoke, your steam that would come out yes, from yes. the different yes. airports on, uh, on the on the robot was awesome. Like that was just a subtle little special effect that made it so much more real and so and much And the battle cool. damage too. When there was battle damage. Oh, yeah. There'd be sparks shooting out or uh, like you're saying, a little fire here and there. And, or even but, like the special or the sound effects. You'd hear the creaking yes. of the metal and the you know right. things going down. Actually, I think if I'm not mistaken, the guy who did the sound effects for this was nominated for an, an Academy Award for best sound effects that year um, for this film because the sound effects are phenomenal really? in it. Yeah, um, so I mean, super super good. I love the part about Megumi Odaka when she's the one who has to kill Godzilla, you know, and she's yes. always been that one that's had that relationship with him. And you see her, she even makes has a comment after spending time with baby Godzilla, how she sees Godzilla differently. Not so much as this monster bent on, hell-bent on destroying mankind, but more of a misunderstood creature, and you know, the victim almost. And then she, once she turns tail there almost to caring for Godzilla because of her time with baby Godzilla, then she's got to go kill him. Right. You know, and you can really see that all over her face after she does it. Uh, it's a phenomenal movie. I mean, everybody in this movie was just top notch. It was great. I do want to also say I love the scene when Aoki gets his butt kicked in the fighting training when he's joined up for G4. It's like, it's it's super yeah. awesome. And I did have to look it up. Yes, his first film um, <clears throat> that uh, the guy that Takashima, the guy played Aoki in, was in Gunhead. And I don't know if either one of you two have seen Gunhead. I have not seen it. Not seen it. Not a monster movie, but it's definitely like a. To a mech movie. I mean, you know, instead of monsters, replace it with mechs. Okay. Um, think robot jocks, but like Japanese insanity, almost. Super great movie. Came out in '89. Uh, great movie. It's on the Plex too. You guys definitely gonna watch it. But that was the first movie that he was in. Um, and he did, did this, and then he did Yamato Takaru, and then he does have a stint in Godzilla's Destroy. He's in it too. 
Um, so great character, great actor, great character. Loved it. Um, Kenji Sahara was in it too. Another familiar face. I mean, just a phenomenal movie. I mean, I think this was the pinnacle of, even though 84 is definitely my favorite, this movie was the pinnacle of the, of the Heisei without question. Yeah, as far as, as far as quality movie. Yeah. I would yeah. say you're right. You know, yeah. yeah. Just did an absolute phenomenal job. And then, and, and the next and, yeah, one. It's funny that uh, I never considered for some reason, Return of Godzilla, I never consider it part of the Heisei series. Well, I mean, I misspoke earlier and I said that was my favorite. Well, actually, Return of Godzilla is. Yeah, Return of Godzilla is my favorite. This one is the best. But I mean, like, it gets lumped in, even though technically it's not. The 84 was made in the actual Showa empirical period. The first actual Heisei empirical film was Balante because the, the era changed in. 87 i think or 86 is when emperor switched um and they became heisei so technically the 84 yeah, is sure. is showa but it does get lumped in even by toho they lump it in with <clears throat> well it's in the same timeline yeah 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 it's in the same timeline or universe or whatever you want to call it nowadays yeah um but uh but i mean so aside from that one yeah dude this is the i mean destroya is up there yeah, we'll get to it when you know in two months. Yeah, but this is the pinnacle. This is the pinnacle, and it and it, the next one could have been so much better because this was not supposed to. You know, since they decided to do another one, this wasn't going to be the last film with Meg Godzilla. Originally, he was originally supposed to return for Godzilla vs. Space Godzilla, and you were going to have three Godzillas on film. I mean, Godzilla himself, wow. Meg Godzilla, mm-hmm. and Space Godzilla. That would have been the pinnacle of any Godzilla film, in my opinion. You know, what I mean, like you couldn't ask for anything better, but. Some of the Toho execs were like, that's too many Godzillas on screen. Let's no, we bring, can't do that. Let's bring back Mogera. That was a dumb move. But we'll get to that, you know, later. So <laughs> yeah. It's uh, down the road. Well, but I think you can thank Space Godzilla because I think that they did destroy it to make up for Space Godzilla. Oh, definitely. Definitely had to. I yeah. think they said, you know what, we have to do one more final Godzilla. Yeah, because you don't want to end on a bad note like the next one's gonna be. Yeah, no, we choked exactly. on this. So. Def- definitely not. Exactly. Um, but then the, the, this one, I mean, no real complaints. I, I I joke about the the jet thing, but I mean that's what one scene of the whole film, really, honestly. Yeah. Um, but other than that, I mean, his theme, yeah. I mean, Ruben, I think you said something about it, like Megazilla's theme is awesome. Like it's powerful, yeah. just powerful. It's just like when, oh yes, you're just like, dude. Once it start rolling, you're like, you want to root for Godzilla, but when that music starts going, it's like, I don't know, man. You might throw me yeah. Team Meg Godzilla here in just a second. Um, exactly that that whole sequence at the beginning where they're building them and then it comes oh, so up so good oh, so good that, man you know it flies out I'm like wow this is just epic you know and, and I know that uh, I, probably the listeners have heard me say this before this reminds me of when you were saying immovable logic versus the irresistible force it threw me back to the 80s when Hulk Hogan and Andre the Giant had oh yeah a big view oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yes. and it was like this. This was this was kind of like that. You had you had Andre the Giant, you know, Godzilla versus Hulk Hogan, the newcomer. Basically, it wasn't that much of a newcomer back then, and and they just had a feud. And you're like, who am I gonna root for? Because you these two guys are great. Yeah. So, and that's that's what it was. when you said that I remember that 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 was the tagline when they met in WrestleMania two or three. I don't three. remember. Mesh May three. Yeah, three. Yeah, first three. one I watched. Yeah. That was the first WrestleMania I ever saw. That was the first one, really. Yeah. Yep. Wow. You because you had gotten it because it came out in eighty now. WrestleMania three came out before I was born. I think it was eighty four, wasn't it? Uh, I'm trying to think. I can't remember. I can't remember. I can't either I can't either. But I know it came out before I I mean before I either I was either able yeah. to watch wrestling or to remember or before I was born. But I remember that when I got into wrestling with with Mark mm-hmm. The first WrestleMania I watched, you had gotten it on VHS. Yeah, right. And right. so that was my first WrestleMania yeah. viewing was Hulk Hogan, Hogan. and, and Andre oh, the Giant yeah. fight, dude. And it was absolutely and I think awesome. I, it, I think the cover was, weren't they both face-to-face on the cover? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. I do remember that. So, yeah. 87. So. It was 87. Oh, 87. Okay. 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 So that was too young. I was yeah. two at the time. Yeah. So uh, I remember it was around, somewhere around that time either. Yeah. Before I was born or too young to watch. Um, but man, what a great, and it is, it's, I mean, that's, it's one of those epic fights, you know, they created it in 74, but I mean, just like, you know, Ruben saying it, the Andre, the giant versus 
Hulk Hogan. I oh, mean, yeah. it's that level of a character, you know, and got and Meg Godzilla to me is is a, honestly a just as equal of a big as equal of a staple to Godzilla's lore as Ghidra. Because I mean, oh, yeah. when, when you look at we got Ghidra in King of the Monsters, obviously, we, you know, I mean, which was epic. But I mean, Meg Godzilla, you know, we get him two more times after this. Um, in what's I mean, just arguably some of the best Godzilla films when we we got yes. to get there. Um, and the only direct sequels from the Millennium series, but that you know we so we get Meg Godzilla again, uh, in a different iteration. You know, I mean, a good one, but a different iteration. But then it doesn't stop there. But then Spielberg brings in Meg Godzilla for Ready Player One in an awesome design. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, like, yeah. oh yeah, <laughs> that made up for because originally in Ready Player One, it's not supposed to be Meg Godzilla in the actual book. If that's Ultraman, is who is who that is, Ooh. and uh, no, no, I'm sorry, no, it is Meg Godzilla. The Gundam, I'm sorry, the Gundam's not supposed to be in there. Gundam is Ultraman. Yeah. Okay. So in the book, you got Ultraman versus Meg Godzilla. Now that would have been like, oh yeah, oh, <laughs> oh, seeing that on the screen, but no freaking Subaru company, they're all anal about their Ultraman rights, so Spielberg couldn't use it, so that's why they brought the Gundam in. Gotcha. Um, but I mean, so we got Meg Godzilla again, Ready Player One, and then we're getting him again next year. You know, what I mean, like. He, he, we know he's, and I've been saying it for a while now. <coughs> excuse me, he's one of the big bads in the next Godzilla film, and I absolutely cannot wait to see how he looks. You know, what I mean, like I know the Playmate figure pictures leaked. You know, from the toy yeah. fair they did last, you know, earlier in the year or last year from Hong Kong. But I mean, the Playmate figures suck. You know, what I mean, so I'm not gonna, yeah. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna base my idea of what it's gonna look like off the Playmate you know, crappy photo that was leaked online, but I can't wait to see what a legendary version of Meg Godzilla is going to look like on screen. You right. know? Um, so, I mean, you, when you think about, it, I mean, you've got Meg Godzilla's, you know, he's, he's made for Western audiences. He's probably more popular than King Ghidorah is. Ooh. Whoa. Oh yeah. Whoa. I would say so. You know, I mean, we even look back, look at the Trend Masters. When you look at the Trend Master figures, they did, um, of course, they did Ghidra, and they did yeah. make Ghidra, and they did, you know, all those characters. But when they did this, the Monster, was it Monster Wars series? Yeah. They did have, remember, they had the Jumbo, they had the armored versions, okay? Oh, yeah. Oh, all yeah. right. The biggest one everyone wanted was the Mega Godzilla, because that was the most popular one. When you get the regular Monster Wars series, the hardest one to find was the Meg Godzilla because that's what everyone wanted. The Meg Godzilla is the hardest figure of that series of any of them to get. Well, no, take it back. They actually did an Angoris figure um, that's almost impossible to get a hold of. Uh, but I mean, Meg Godzilla was super, super popular. I mean, to have him, he, you, you've well, no, you have had. I was about to say you've had. You've never had Ghidra outside of a Godzilla film, but that's wrong. You've had him in. Uh, Pee-wee's Big Adventure. He wasn't that, so <laughs> oh, yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, I, I wouldn't even have said that. I'd have just oh, let man. that one go. That was a great <laughs> movie, man. What are you talking about? Um, but yeah. uh, but I mean, you know, you get Godzilla outside of Godzilla. That says something for how big that character is. Um, and I think you know when it comes to the the bad guys or the villains that because he's not a villain in this film, but the monsters that Godzilla has to fight in the Heisei series, none of them compared to. Megadzilla, my opinion, not even Destroya. Destroya is close second, um, but when it comes to going toe to toe to the king, you know, Megadzilla, I think, does a far better job than even Destroya does. Oh yeah, uh, I I agree. I know some people are going to disagree to say no Destroya, and I've had that discussion before. And I mean, it's not invalid, but I I, I take if I was picking teams, I'd pick Megadzilla. Oh <clears throat> me too, drafting. all the way. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going. I'm going with Mega G all the way. So, um, yeah. But anything else you guys want to add for this one? I'm good, man. Ruben? No, I mean I'm good on it. I mean, there's there's this is one of these this is one of these movies that's so good that you almost don't know what to say about it because it's so good. Oh yeah, it's uh, it's phenomenal. This one we gave this one collectively all across the board. All three of us gave this a solid four out of five stomps because I mean it's that good of a film you know i mean again we critique the fives very 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 high i mean those are staples yeah. in 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 film history but this one's up there i mean four out of five stomps is solid i mean that tells oh, yeah. you you've oh, got definitely. to watch this one it's so so good 
Um, I mean, I don't even know. I don't, you know, I never recommend the dubs for anybody because I don't watch movies dubbed if I can help it. Um, but I mean, I, I, was the dubbing okay on this one? Because I don't know. I've never seen this one dubbed. It's TriStar, so I want to say no, but you know, it's, yeah. there's hope, maybe. I think it was yeah. so so. It was. It was all right. Yeah. I mean, average, normal. Yeah, it was on par for TriStar. Okay, yeah. and you know, uh, you know, I miss this is the Titra dubbing. I mean, Titra was it when it comes to dubbing. They, you know, they did all most of the Showa stuff. They were great. Tristar. Well, from what I read, from what I read, I don't know that that dubbing got lost somewhere or never made it onto onto a, a release. Is that right? Is that correct? For which film? For this one, for Mechagodzilla, there was an international. No, yes, dubbing, there was. But... Yeah, there was an international dubbing that was done in like where uh, in, in Hindi. Hindu. Yeah, yeah there you go. That yeah, was the only that, one. That's I mean. where it was. Yeah, the national dub was done there, um, and was lost. Yeah, I, I think there's remnants of it that remain um, from some print, but it's it's just off the wall stuff, like just random pieces of the tape grunts of some of the soldiers and things like that but the actual full dub that was done over there yeah i think it's lost if i'm not mistaken yeah yeah because i i know that basically that's the only for dubbing tristar stony is all we have which stinks but it's all right i mean i don't watch them dubbed anyways so it does, yeah. ultimately well, you, then you can't me. say it stinks you I don't know. watch it man so i mean but, you know, i look back at the the types now, of stuff man. me and ruben we watched it and it stinks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, man, you know. So, I mean, definitely, guys, I mean, you, if you've not seen Godzilla vs. Megazilla, um, the 93 film, or if you see it over here, Megazilla 2, it is, you got to watch it. I mean, it's it's hard to get, honestly, over here. I mean, it's it, when it comes to the 90s films, the DVDs, it's the most expensive. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't find one for under 150 bucks of this DVD by itself. I mean, it's just impossible to get. I mean, because it's wasn't produced a lot here. No, the, you know the production amount was very low. But it's also the a lot of people. It's the favorite of the Heisei series. It's yep. it's so good, so good. Yeah, I mean, if it, if you're just talking Heisei, Godzilla '85. If you want to talk about American, and this would be the two that I would say you must have. Oh yeah, uh, you know you just gotta have them. You gotta have. Uh, Godzilla '85, and you gotta have Mecha Godzilla. I mean, for me, uh, for me, yeah, when I watch the me. Heisei series, like there's only three movies in the Heisei series that I actually normally watch. That's '85, Mecha Godzilla, and Destroya. I mean, it's it's almost a rarity that I'll watch any of the others from the Heisei, especially Space Godzilla. Yeah. Um, but yeah. you know, I mean, yeah, those two especially, '85 um, and um, this one are just top, absolutely top notch. So. But yeah. right on. All right. So that wraps up that one. Man, we got something super cool for you all next week. We are super, super excited about this. We are doing a classic 50s monster drive-in episode where we have got two movies. Since, I mean, every time you go to a, mo- a drive-in theater, you don't get one. No, you, you get, get two. two. And uh, we That's got some right. classic 50s giant monster films, giant insect films, like as you would say. Starting off, first off, with Ruben's favorite film. Ruben, what movie is that? tarantula man cannot wait for that one that one i mean there's there's a scene in that movie that still haunts me to this day i remember watching as a kid and we'll talk about it in the next episode that just terrified me as a child and still does pretty good it creeped me out today so we got that one and then we'll do them which is probably my favorite of the giant 50s giant insect films i mean to me and we'll get into it there that was you know i'm not disagreeing with ruben at all as far as tarantula tarantula was phenomenal Um, but but them is just a little bit better for a few reasons and of course you'll have to tune in next saturday to find out why oh yeah got some uh james arness yes uh in them yeah yeah a little bit of matt dillon gunsmoke style oh man and arness was so much better in this than he was the previous film he did to this one which was the thing from another world oh yeah you're saying he was better in them Oh, wow. yeah. Even though his wow. role wasn't as big. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It, well, no, it was pretty big. I mean, he's in it for most of the film. Um, but the thing from another world, a lot, a lot of people don't may not know, is the original 
film for John Carpenter's The Thing. John Carpenter's right. Thing's you know right. remake is The Thing from Another World with James Arness. James Arness actually plays the creature in it, and yeah. he's and he's actually like a yeah. giant vegetable. Um, but me and Mark talked about it before. Um, I don't know that we'll ever do that movie on this show because I, I despise that film because all they do is open and close doors. That's it. Like the movie is like an hour and 20 minutes and like an hour of it is just open. Bam. Open. Bam. Oh, my gosh. It is ridiculous. Someone's always opening the door in that movie. And it's it's kind of like, it's one of those things kind of like the Lord of the Rings films. I mean, Mark argue about it all the time with those. I love the Hobbit movies that I did great, but the Lord of the Rings films, Mark's a huge fan. I hate those movies. Even though I'm a huge Tolkien fan and I've got all the books. I mean, not just, I'm mean, like, people are like, oh, you know, yeah, you're a Tolkien fan. No, I'm a Tolkien fan. Isn't I got the Lord of the Rings. I got the Silmarillion. I have the Hobbit. I have Sir Gawain and the Green Knight. Like, I've got all of his stuff. I even got Father Christmas letters, which are the letters he wrote posing as Santa Claus to his kids. You know what I mean? Like, I'm a Tolkien fan. I hate the Lord of the Rings movies because it is 12 hours of walking. That's it. Even the, like they managed to really point out that even the trees walk in that movie. You know what I mean? Like, dude, same thing with the thing from another world, man. Yep. Just doors. Yes. Lots of them. So, but yeah, James Arness and, the, and them. Oh, yeah. It's going to be really cool. Yes. So. I mean, a lot, of, a lot of those 50s films, and we'll talk about in the next episode too, have a lot of great actors that kind of circled back in those movies. You know what I mean? Well, you know, for these two films or. Yeah, um, it came from beneath the sea. Uh, giant yeah. beast from twenty thousand fathoms. Uh, Deadly mantis. Uh, Earth versus the spider. Yeah, oh, who who has the lead role in Tarantula? I cannot think of his name, but he's been in actually another film. Oh, I, yeah, I, oh, yeah. I, I, I've got his. Okay, guys, I know we're saying we're waiting till next week, but we got to know now. Yeah, like, we, we're going to find out on the episode for you who that is because I know who it is. <laughs> I can't think. Um, come on. Oh, I've got it here. I'm pulling it up. And of course, I mean, you know, Jack Arnold didn't. Jack Arnold was awesome. Like, he's made so many, so many good movies back then. Dang, where's that? It's uh, John Agar. John Agar's who did it. John Agar. John yes. Agar. Yes. So, John. John's awesome. For those who don't know, you're like, who are y'all talking about? You're talking about this 50s movies. You'd know John Agar when you see him. Of course, right. especially when, yeah. if you watched any of, because he was in this and he was in uh, The Mole People. But you know what else he yeah. was in? Um, the one that comes to my mind, because I mean, he's in some older John Wayne films too. But Agar was in um, Revenge of the Creature. Yeah, he was. He in was, was yep. in that, yeah. yeah, he was the main guy for Revenge yes. of the Creature. Um, and, and that's what like, a lot of those guys back then. That's they, they really did. They circled those type of films um, that came out because they were so unbelievably popular. Um, you know, I mean, of course, and this one I think is just so good, especially because, I mean, you've got Jack Arnold and we'll get into it. We're going to, I'm starting to get into it now because I love Tarantula. <laughs> you know what I mean? But like, um, you know, I mean, Jack Arnold, I think was one of the best directors in the fifties. And I, I don't think it'd be really disputed much because I mean, he gave us creatures from black lagoon. Like Jack Arnold is who did the first creature, of the black lagoon film, right. you know, and he did Tarantula and he also did one of the, Shrinking Man, The Incredible Shrinking Man. I think he did that one too. Yeah, there um, you go. Uh, which was another great movie, man. I love that one, man. Like when he's fighting the cat, or what? Or was it a cat in that one? That original one? When he starts shrinking, or is it like a lizard? There's something he fights. I'm thinking it's a cat. No, yeah, it's it, a cat. Yeah, it's, it's the cat. cat. And he's got like the yeah. pencil, you know? Oh, oh yeah. man. So good, dude. I mean, it terrified me. It's oh, like yeah. I've never been scared of a cat before, yeah. but it's like, oh, that would suck <laughs> to be in that situation. <laughs> um, so yeah, Jack Arnold. He was, the, he was the man, man. They had a lot of good. A lot of man, good people those, work those. Yeah, all those movies were just man, oh man, I just love those movies. Yeah. Oh, they're so good. I mean, I mean you can just sit I mean, and watch them and watch them. Even the even exactly. the rough ones, man. I mean, you know, uh, the it conquered the world with that crazy looking Venus alien. You're like that was a yeah. bad one, but it was still good. Right. You know what I mean? Like right. those were just so fun. I mean, especially when it comes to the giant spider ones. You got we're going to do Tarantula next week. But that's not the only one. You know, I mean, Earth versus the Spider was a great movie, man. It was more fun, like kind of like um, I was a teenage werewolf. You know, one of those instead of versus Wolfman. Like that's how that's how I explain yeah. that film. Yeah. So if you have Wolfman and I was a teenage werewolf, or uh, yeah, I was a teenage werewolf, then you'd have Tarantula and Earth versus the Spider. I mean, so both you know great films, but a little more quirky, 
teeny bopper fun. The giant Gila monster or Gila monster. Oh, yeah. That oh, was, I remember watching that. Oh, that was I, I loved watching it. Like one of my favorite scenes oh, yeah. is when they're having the hoe down there in the building and he stares breaking through the side. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's so good. Like yeah. I kept going, I'm like, how did they get that thing to did they force that lizard through there? Or was he just like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get through it myself. Yeah, I'm just you know? walking through. I'm just <laughs> yeah. doing I'm it. Just I'm just it. doing it. You know, even Corman, Roger Corman had his his fair time in those giant insect and, and animal yeah. movies. He he did the black scorpion. Which the Black Scorpion is one of my favorites to this day. You know, yeah. like, I don't Scorpion, know that I've right? seen that. Oh, I don't man. know that I've seen that. One. So yeah. good. The Scorpion models looked great for the stop motion. But honestly, the, I think the the best part about it was is because it really had Corman's just horror flair. Was when you'd get yeah. up close and you'd see its jaws moving and there'd be actual drool coming oh. off, and then you the and then the sound they made like was just terrifying. <laughs> I'm like, man, I've checked that one. Oh out. yeah, that was great. It's yeah, on Plex yeah, too. Yeah. So. All right, guys. Well, yeah, so definitely hope you all enjoyed this one. You've got to see this Godzilla film. Have to see yes, this one. This yes. is like not just Heisei, Showa, Millennium, Legendary, like this of all of them. This is a staple Godzilla film you've got to watch because it's one of the best. Um, we won't, we've not steered you wrong before. Hopefully, we're not going to steer you wrong <laughs> yeah. this time. So. No, no, <laughs> not at all. So. I think that's impossible. Well, on this one. we won't, we oh, won't, yeah. talk, we won't mention Pete and his <laughs> ship of uh, monsters. Ship of monsters. We'll leave that one alone. But other than that, we we have. You know. <laughs> Pete's Pete's going to come back and do another one. I think Pete. I think Mark's bitter at you for that for that movie. <laughs> How long ago was that? I'm still talking. Oh, about I, it. I don't know, man. Pete, you have affected me. There's there's some. I may need counseling after watching that movie. Mark, Mark, secretly, oh. Mark secretly goes home at night. He's watching all the Luchadoras films is what it is. Yes. So hey, for all we know, maybe maybe that's what this the whole cause of poor Mark having his incident was. He started thinking about it too much. And it's just, you know, I could this ba- I couldn't was bear too this. much. <laughs> he couldn't bear it anymore. I couldn't bear no. the stress. It was too much. Too way, much. To go, way to go, Pete. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh lord that's good so all right guys and then make sure and join us next saturday for a 50s giant monster drive-in again tarantula and them back to back it's gonna good be one. so good, good one. i'm gonna i'm totally gonna watch those back to back here i think i'm gonna call the outdoor theater out here and see if they won't pull that off and try to have a 50- oh dude. man that would be so great that would so i would, would like donate great. money for that to happen. oh yeah that like, would be good i'll pay my ticket to get in and here do you want like <laughs> i mean they're i'm they're not playing anything out there anyway yeah really. uh, i i think yeah. uh bill and ted's new movie was out there but other than that everything's reruns been out there that's what so, you do we need to do a 50s long. classic drive-in yeah you got to oh, that would you be got so to. cool yeah. that would be so, awesome yeah. i would want to do like a giant like like an atomic 50s and then yeah and do like tarantula and them oh yeah but then do like I would love to do like a, a an aliens fifties. Like I want to see like Earth versus the flying saucers, oh, yeah. And then last or, or um, this island Earth, you know the dudes with the oh, map, yeah. you know, oh, yeah. forehead. Like I would love to see those two back to back. That would be that good. Would be that would be so good. cool. Alrighty, well guys, again, thank you all so much for joining us. This is Sludge and Mark and Ruben. Y'all have a good night. <laughs>